Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some areas of our country are doing very well. Others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killing, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter. Your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. On Thursday, thousands of people, including high school students, gathered in Bangkok, defying a ban which aims to put a crackdown on pro-democracy protests. Many held up a three-finger salute, symbolising the student-led protest movement, and chanted, Free our friends, calling for the release of those detained in the crackdown. The ongoing 2020 Thai protests are a series of protests against the government of Prayut Chan-o-cha. The protests were initially triggered by the dissolution of the Future Forward Party in late February 2020. The party was critical of Prayut and the country's political landscape designed by the current 2017 constitution. However, today protesters are calling for democratic reforms, including curbs to the wealth and power of the royal family. The monarchy has been deemed as an institution that has been long been shielded from criticism due to fierce defamation laws. This first wave of protests was held exclusively on academic campuses. However, it was brought to a halt by the COVID-19 pandemic. The second wave has now spilled onto the streets. In response to the protests, an emergency decree was issued and Thailand's Prime Minister declared a severe state of emergency in the capital overnight. By Thursday afternoon, crowds ignored the ban to assemble at one of the city's busiest intersections, Ratchaprasong, and the police arrested more than 20 people, including prominent student leaders who have called for monarchy reform. And next. We have discussed possible elements of a strong EU common response to the use of prohibited chemical nerve agent 
implement the proposals done by France and Germany about restrictive measures against those linked to this assassination attempt. The UK and the European Union have imposed sanctions on several individuals and one organisation following the Novichok poisoning of Alexei Navalny. Mr Navalny is a political opponent of President Putin and fell ill during a domestic flight in Russia on 20th of August 2020. After being treated in intensive care, he survived the poisoning. On Monday, EU foreign ministers agreed to impose sanctions on Russian leaders after facing pressure from France and Germany. They agreed that the EU should freeze their assets and ban the men who are suspected of being involved in the poisoning from travelling in Europe to prevent any spread of the toxic nerve agent. UK Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab said, Together with our international partners, we are sanctioning those responsible for the criminal poisoning of Alexei Navalny. Uh, needless to say, the use of a banned chemical weapon violates the Chemical Weapons Convention. There must be accountability for it. And we'll work uh, with all of our allies to that effect. And I think the Russian government is duty-bound to explain what happened to Mr Navalny through a full and transparent investigation. Uh, I have to say, from the UK's point of view, very difficult to see any plausible alternative explanation to this being carried out by the Russian intelligence services, uh, but certainly the Russian government has a, a case to answer. So far, six members of the Russian government, including the first Deputy Chief of Staff to President Vladimir Putin, Sergei Kirienko, and Deputy Ministers to the Ministry of Defence, Alexei Kriveruchko and Pavel Popov, have been handed EU and UK travel bans and asset freezes for the foreseeable future. The sanctions also target the State Scientific Research Institute for Organic Chemistry and Technology in Russia, as well as the Director of the Federal Security Service, Alexander Bortnikov, Chief of the Presidential Domestic Policy Directorate, Andrei Yarin and Sergei Menyelo, the plenipotentiary representative of the President of the Russian Federation in the Siberian Federal District. And finally... Twitter, Facebook, and internet companies that pretend to be platforms but make editorial decisions about what people will see and read are in fact publishers, and they should lose protection from Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act. That is obvious at this point, but that's really honestly, again, the smaller point. Look, Brian, you host a morning show. I do this one on the weekends. We're happy. We have a good time. So forgive me for a minute if I'm just completely outraged at the blatant manipulation taking place. On Wednesday, Facebook and Twitter took steps to limit the spread of a controversial New York Post article, criticising Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden, sparking outrage among conservatives and sparking a debate over how social media platforms should tackle misinformation ahead of the US election. The New York Post's article contained screenshots of emails allegedly sent and received by Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son. It also contained personal, intimate photos of Hunter Biden, allegedly taken from a laptop computer that was given to a repair shop. Later on Wednesday, Twitter prevented people from posting links to the New York Post story, warning those trying to click it that the link was potentially unsafe. It only later explained it had limited sharing because the story contained hacked materials. Facebook also took action, 
limiting the report's distribution in its newsfeed. Following the event, Twitter said that users discussing the claims in the New York Post article were not breaking its rules, but that it had imposed restrictions on the article itself because it exposed private information such as email addresses and exposed materials obtained by hacking. It said it had done this as part of a standard process to give third-party fact-checkers time to review the content and decide if it should be treated as misinformation. However, it is highly unusual for an article published by one of the mainstream popular newspapers to be treated in this way. Jack Dorsey, Twitter's chief executive, acknowledged that it should have informed users as to why it had intervened sooner. President Donald Trump also responded to this by threatening to strip Section 230 protections from social media because he was offended by the distribution of Hunter Biden stories. And if big tech persists in coordination with the mainstream media, we must immediately strip them of their Section 230 protection. Okay, it's very simple. It is now less than three weeks until Biden, the Democratic candidate, faces the Republican incumbent, Donald Trump, in the presidential election on November 3rd. The moves by Twitter and Facebook have renewed accusations of social media censorship and bias. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.